When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I am your co-host Tom Bilyeu and I'm here with my wife who I haven't seen in 24 hours yeah. and this literally is almost our very first words to each other since you walked in the door. Apart from hello. From the airport, yeah. yes. So, I'm what's energized. Up? It's funny how nice. we're more tired. I was going to say, a minute ago you were warning us that we needed to start filming otherwise you were going to collapse. <laughs> But now it's like you're pushing you through it. You got it. it. You're like, ready. Yeah, exactly. You're hyped. I'm hyped. You're hyped. Let's do it. All right. Well, I've got a first. Oh, I love doing these now. iTunes review of the week. Okay. Let's, Let's do hear it. it. Samantha Stevenson. I love relationship theory with Lisa and Tom. It's the only podcast I get true value from as far wow. as relationship advice. So please don't mm. stop. Thank you, Samantha, for saying that. And guys, um, if you, yeah, we'll be doing this weekly. So please go in and review and rate and we'll read them. And then also IG snap um, and tag us and we'll also announce those. IG snap. Huh? I know, my brain. This is the fatigue. Yeah, the fatigue, this is the fatigue, yeah. yeah. So yeah, take that screenshot, tag us. It helps. Yeah, the reviews have really been helping, by the way. Um, so we're super stoked on the growth of the show. Mm-hmm. So largely due to the people that are rating and reviewing, we've moved up in the rankings. Yeah, I mean, it Yay. really is, which is why, like, guys, we can't thank you enough for everything and for really um, showing the love back by doing that. That really does mean a yeah, lot to us. it's amazing. Yeah. And to show the love to them, we're going to answer some questions. We are. Let's go in. All right, so first question is from Hannah Lumsford. And just for clarity, I've not read these questions in advance because I just arrived, so bear with me if I muffle and mumble. All right, hi, Tom and Lisa. My boyfriend introduced me to your show last year around this time, and listening to you both has become an important part in how we build our relationship. That said, there has been a reoccurring contention contention point around communication he's constantly telling me that he needs over communication from me the majority of our fights are due to the fact that i didn't communicate enough around whatever the issue is it has come to a boiling point and we're both so frustrated over the fact that it doesn't seem to change i consume your podcast and know intellectually that he is right that i need to be completely open and communicative about everything but while the head knowledge knowledge is there the application always ends up lacking i'll be okay on certain issues even going above what's necessary logistics safety issues etc but on other areas he feels like he's back at stage one and i just don't talk can you help me uh, can you give me tips communicate the uh, tips to communicate better on all topics feeling lost and confused oh man this is one of those where i wish the people were right here in front of us like Which, there's by the way, so should, many think about clarifying doing something question like that. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm open to that, like doing uh, like on stage or something and yeah. having an audience. Anyway, um, so the reality is I need to know first and foremost if he's asking for something unreasonable and she just feels like, oh, well, communication is the key and so I know that it must be my fault. And so this is one of those times where it may really be the obvious thing, which is 
that she knows intellectually that she needs to communicate more. But there were a couple word choices in the way that she phrased that, like communicating safety issues and stuff, where I'm like, what are we talking about here? So um, one of two things is true. Either she knows the right thing to do and just isn't doing it, and that's the framing of her question, but she leaked out some information in there that makes me wonder if his level of communication that he's looking for is potentially absurd. Now, between the two, I don't know which is true, so I'm gonna answer both. One, if he's asking for something that is completely reasonable and she's just not doing it, she has to figure out why that's not internalized for her. So this may be that they have um, certainly different personalities and very possible that they have um, different values as well. So you and I, I would say, have very different personalities. You always want a lot more information and I tend to get frustrated with, I will tell you something and then you'll act like you've no idea what I'm talking about, that I've never like kept you up to speed and that used to drive me absolutely insane. And part of it was definitely I am prone to under-communicating for sure and so that was something that I had to own. And then the other part was you had, in my opinion, an unreasonable expectation of the like real-time data stream that I'm gonna give you about what I'm doing and all of that. And so I definitely felt very vindicated when you started becoming an entrepreneur. Work. Well, I mean, that's our lives. So yeah. I, whether that's in the relationship or not, I don't have enough data. I'm just saying that this very issue has raised itself in our relationship, so I wanna paint the picture of what it was like for us. So I felt like it was twofold. One, I am prone to undercommunication, so I needed to step up and be, um, to say things that were going on, to put systems in place like having June communicate with you whenever I'm gonna be out of town or gone at night or whatever, so that you know. And then also, as you became an entrepreneur, you began to realize, holy hell, it actually is very difficult to constantly keep somebody updated in real time with everything that you're doing, and that becomes almost another job and so you had to dial back the request mm. and I had to dial up the communication. Mm. So what, where you get into trouble is if either person entrenches. So if I had entrenched on, you're asking for too much, which was true, but if I had just stayed there, you're asking for too much, I'm not willing to give you any more, that would have been a problem. So I had to understand, I need to give more, even though the request itself, when taken all the way to what you're asking, is unreasonable, there is, it's like a threshold. It's, there's a lot more that I could be giving before we got to answering all the way to your unreasonable request. So just because the person is asking for too much does not mean that you don't owe more for the health of your relationship. Now at the same time, simply giving in to unreasonable demands also does not make sense. And so you've gotta work with the other person for them to really begin to think about what they're asking, to think about how much time and energy would go into something like that. And in life, there is just a degree of imperfection that I think should be embraced, and that I think going all the way, and, and I'll cite Ray Dalio here, one of his mantras is be imperfect, be imprecise. And the reason is that getting you close enough should be good enough because that last 10% may take an extra 50 or 100% of energy. So it doesn't make sense to get like every nook and cranny of possible communication. So when somebody uses the phrase security concerns or safety concerns, safety issues. that's where I'm like, whoa, what are we talking about? So I have a gut instinct on this question that we have a case of one person needs to communicate more and the other person definitely needs to dial back the requests. Mm -hmm. and. 
because based on her language, I feel like in some ways they're using this show as a way to create a value structure around their relationship and in this case communication. Now here's where we get into the advanced class and gets very dangerous if the person is like, Tom and Lisa said that you have to communicate so you owe me more communication and now they're coming at it from a righteous indignation perspective of this is what you should be doing. Tom and Lisa said so. And it's like, wow, you want to talk about getting yourself into a dangerous situation The real goal of communication is to truly understand the other person, to exist in their shoes for a moment, Mm. to understand why they want that communication. And I think that the need for communication on a hyper level, so there's just, there truly is a baseline. Without communication, your relationship's gonna fail. Communication should not only be present in terms of amount, it should be really high level in terms of understanding terms and feelings and knowing why the person wants what they want and all that. It's not just simple fact of talk, it's communicate. But the other person also has an obligation to figure out where their insecurities are that are driving the need for excessive communication. So as you and I have really become equals in terms of our contributions to the business, as you have stepped into your role as an entrepreneur and you're not just Um, getting excitement in your life through my communication and telling you what's going on and all of that, and you've really established yourself having your own agenda, all of a sudden you realized, oh shit, yeah, if I had to keep him up to date on everything I'm doing, that would be very difficult for me, so now I get it from his perspective, and by the way, I'm just not as interested because I've got my own shit going on, which is awesome, and it allows us to equalize. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't want to know what's going on in my world. It doesn't mean I don't want to know what's going on in your world, but when we both equally are doing things that we're super passionate about, all of a sudden, there's just a a much more relaxed sense of like, oh, wow, that's cool. I'm excited for you. I'm happy, and it makes me feel connected to know what's going on in your world, but I suddenly don't have, there's no sense of neediness to the questions. And I think that's a place that people have to work through. And it's really interesting. I could keep going on this topic. I know, I love it. Um, I will stop there. But I I think that um, they have to be terrified to be draconian in their rules about communication. Mm. Part of what's happening here is the T argument. They're arguing about quote unquote communication, Ah, but I really feel like there's something deeper that's driving an insecurity on the side of mm-hmm. needing more communication and why doesn't the person want to communicate? So I think they have to figure out the why. You're so right. They're fighting about the communication, but it's not actually about the communication. It's maybe she's not letting go or she's not giving herself over or whatever it is. Right. And it's like, but you're not communicating, which yeah. is slightly different. She's not making him feel connected. Yeah. Yeah. Hit the nail on the head there. The, the one thing I would just add to everything incredible that you just said is really like what I do is I look at a situation that had just happened where it didn't go according to plan. So if you say, you know what, yeah, I didn't communicate enough, we'll go back and literally write down what are all the things I wish I had done, what are all the things I wish I had said, and vice versa for him as well. Like, you ask me questions sometimes, right? To like help me get through the communication or help me get to the point of what I'm trying to emotionally say or whatever. So what are the things that she wished he would have said to her in that moment that would have allowed her to open up in communicating? And do a play by play as if what, you know, like a script, what would you have done and what would he have done? And then use those takeaways for that next time that it happens. And say, oh, hey, yeah, I remembered, like, she wanted me to ask her, like, well, why don't you feel like that or whatever it is? 
So there, I kind of do, I like that, playing that game. Um, and then just like, look, you're not always going to nail it, is the truth. And I think you have to figure out the deeper feelings behind it, because there are times even now where our communication is terrible. Um, as you were talking, one that came to mind was like a couple of weeks ago, where I went on that weekend away with um, for the Unicorn Club. And I came back and it was like 12, it was midnight or something. And I was so energized. And I just like talked your ear for like two hours or something. And you were so sweet and you just sat there and you were really engaged and you were listening to everything I was saying. And then literally at the end, I mean, it must have been two hours. I'm not exaggerating, right? No, that's about right. And then at the end, I was like, so how was your weekend, babe? And you went, great. And that was it. I mean, I just pissed myself laughing when you said it. I was like, that's so true. Like, that's how we communicate sometimes. Um, so I don't think it's always going to be perfect. I don't think it's always going to be, um, you know, what you always hope for. But if you can, you know, navigate it without it getting into a heated discussion, mm. then I think because sometimes that ends up turning into something it wasn't initially. So. Yeah, you said something in there that reminded me, and I've never really thought about that we do it, but it's actually really powerful which is in moments where it's like you're just having this fundamental disagreement and things are not going well, to ask the other person, what could I have said in this Mm. that would have given you exactly what you're looking for? And I can't tell you how many times your answer has shocked me. Really? Where I'm like, wow, that's where you're coming from? What I would have wanted you to say shocks you. And it's amazing. It's so enlightening. I'll I'll give you one around a very simple thing, but something that we've come back to time and time again because I am terrible at this, and that is not trying to solve the problem. So you'll bring something up that's really bothering you that seems obvious that what you want and need is a solution to the problem. I will give you a solution. It's a brilliant solution, one that people want us to record a (laughs) podcast because the answers are so good, and you'll be like, the fuck like that's not what i'm looking for i just you won't be this articulate but i just need you to listen and so because you're mad and i can't understand what you're getting at i'm like okay what words like what could i have said and you'll be like oh baby that's so like brutal i can't believe like you had to go through that and i'm like Oh, shit. She just needs to be heard. That's what she's looking for in this conversation. Holy hell. It's not because I'm expecting you to give like a better answer about something that you could do. And then you hit me with the thing that it doesn't even crop up. Right. So now I realize, oh, Jesus, it's not like you need a better version of what I'm doing. This isn't even at all addressing your real concern, which is to feel heard and a lot of times, even though I think that this borders on mental illness, what you're really looking for is me to just be like, yeah, they're fucking crazy. Oh, I can't believe it. I was going to say that, like the episode in Sex it's and crazy. the City. It's crazy. Where Carrie yeah. gets annoyed about yes. her neighbor and finally Aiden is like, what the fuck? And she's like, thank you. I just need, like, she doesn't want him to go do anything necessarily, but he finally got annoyed. And she's like, I just, and we've seen that episode so many oh, times yeah. and we've spoken about it because sometimes it's true. I don't need you to fix it. Right. I don't need you to do anything i don't need you to be angry or not even be angry for me i just want you to like be like be yeah, as I get it. angry as you are no, to think yes very much that's what you're looking for you want to be emotionally validated you want to know that yes. it is as crazy as you think it yes. is that i too think they're being absurd yes yeah but the good news is is that you're definitely a lot more 
cool headed. Yes. So I need that. And I'm not blind to the fact that like, if I was with someone that was just as like hot headed as me, like forget it, like that would end in disaster. But I love that you're cool and calm, cool and collected something yeah. sometimes. But I do, like, I want you to be that, but I still want to know that, like, yeah, that fucking sucks. You're right, babe. That's so shitty. Like, yeah, it is. But going back to how we handle things now is once we made that realization about the, like, do you want to be heard or do you want me to fix it? We now start conversations like that. And initially, because you noticed that I was getting upset by the way you were responding, you started first of all. So I would start talking about something. You're like, sorry to interrupt you, but I just need to know. Do you want to be heard or do you want to, me to fix it? And that's Technically, when I said, do you want a solution? So solution, sorry. You're right. So, um, so in those moments, you would like snap me and I'm like, oh yeah, shit. Okay, that's actually very true. Do I want him to listen? And I'll figure that out. Now, I'll sometimes even approach you and say, I just need you to listen right now. And you've done that with me as well. And I think it's solved so many issues for us. It really has. For sure. And then the second lesson I had to learn for anybody out there that learns as slowly as I do, um, there is a time difference. Once you listen, you can't 30 seconds later then give the solution, which I have done to very poor effect. Uh, So I will just spare you that. It's probably measured in minimum 30-minute increments. It may be measured in hours. Because you want to find a solution. Oh, because I think that the solution... Well, so the reality is when you're hurting, it hurts me. And so I want the pain to go away in myself. And so I know if I solve the problem, then the pain goes away. But you don't want the solution yet. So even though it like makes me sit in the pain of knowing my wife is hurting longer, you just have to embrace it and let them be ready for a solution in their own time. Yeah. And when someone's in that emotional stay, what we've done as well is just like tell each other how long we need. So if something's like upset me or something, I'll just say to you like, because this, we used to get into arguments because you go into solving mode. It's like, I just need a cuddle, you know, or I've said that to you before. Like, I just mm. need you to touch my arm. Like, it just makes me feel better. And, um, yeah, I've, um, in the past, said to you, like, I just need an hour. Like, give me an hour, 30 minutes, just to be annoyed, just to be frustrated. Sit here and listen. Ask me what I need, you know, what you can do for me. Um, and then after that hour, I'm going to snap out of it. And that's what we kind of do for each other. Like, what do you need me to do right now? Um, and then be there for each other. Yep. Word. All right. Next question. This is from Joseph Abdat. I'm super motivated and want to work hard towards my goals. But when my partner and I have a disagreement, we handle them in different ways. Her way is to, her way is to completely shut down and deal with it later because she can't handle it in the moment. My, oh, this is sounding familiar. I know, right? My way, (laughs) did you write this, Billy? (laughs) (laughs) My way is let's deal with this shit right now because I don't want to waste one minute feeling bad or any other undesirable feeling when we don't have to. Needless to say, you can't make someone talk. So it goes her way uh so it goes her way i have to wait so if it goes her way i have to wait that alone is a massive struggle for me but even more so i find it impossible to be productive and work on things towards my goals during these times what can i do to separate the two and not let one affect the progress of the other looking forward to your insights on this and appreciate everything you do for this community thanks so we have lived this. So this one, I think we have a great answer, at least for us. And the way that it worked is this. So you do not 
like when it really gets intense, you don't want to deal with it. So you've gotten very good at saying, I just need to walk away now. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten good at letting you walk away because in the past, I, I have such a need to deal with it right then and there for his very reason. Like, I don't want to obsessively think about this. I want to be done with this thing and it's going to loop in my mind. Just to give some context though, the reason why I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I can't deal with this right now, I need time, I have to walk away, is because I never used to and I used to erupt and I would right. say things that I would regret and I would get super angry and I would feel shitty about myself often, I'd feel badly that I yelled at someone or got annoyed and frustrated, so I've just learned it doesn't serve me. Right. I can't keep cool, calm and collective like you can. So instead of fighting, like desperately trying to, I just like, okay, it's easy for, ooh, Shit. Sorry about that. Shame. Shame, shame. shame. Um, and so I've just gotten good at going, okay, well, I, I find it very difficult to deal with it like you deal with it. So how can I deal with it? Because the goal is to not get to that point. So for me now, I've just adopted walk away. And I can sense, like I have certain like triggers, like, okay, my face is getting warm. I start like getting irritated and I like start to clean or I start to like move. <laughs> yeah, so you know I do. Um, so I notice like these things and like, okay, if I'm starting to clean or get agitated or my heart's starting to race or my face is starting to get hot and I'm finding it hard to find my words, that means you need to walk, walk away. So I've learned to use these triggers to then lead me to I have to walk away so that I can right. calm down and come back to it. So yeah, so I think that Allowing the other person to walk away is absolutely critical because as frustrating as it is going to be for him to have to like be in that loop and not be as productive, which by the way is a solvable problem and he can learn to work through it and compartmentalize and um, so he can't just let himself off the hook and be like, oh, I'm wasting all this time because she can't mm. deal with it. It's, well, you can't deal with something which is your inability to say i'm going to set that aside for the next hour or two and i'm going to calm down meditate whatever and then get back to work it is very doable so he needs to now take the ownership in his own life for getting good at that instead of just being like oh man she can't take it so now at the same time she has to put a limit on the amount of time that she needs away right so i would say you're very good at that you'll Sometimes it's 30 minutes, sometimes it's two hours, never more than that. Yeah. So, you know, and when you go off, it's like you do a great job of going off and maybe you put on some music or whatever and you totally shift your mood mm -hmm. and you're just extraordinary at that. So you need to get to the point where it's two people who, okay, one needs to hit the pause button earlier, but the other person is going to benefit from it as well. And we're both going to now own ourselves and... What I do at that time is I get out of my own argument, which, you know, it's gaining momentum when you're there and you're arguing. And what you want to do, even if you really believe that you're right. In fact, forget believe. Even if you are right, when you break, doesn't matter. Being right is never an effective end goal. Making sure that the person that you love feels understood and that you actually can be from an empathetic place, understand where they're coming from, find the validity. Because they're arguing for it even if it's you've triggered their insecurity and mm -hmm. so they can't lose this argument. Mm -hmm. Be empathetic to that. Be empathetic to what that feels like in those moments where you're like, man, my whole like sense of this relationship and being valued and being valuable and being worthy and all that. This, for whatever reason, this fucking argument is triggering that for me, which is why I need a minute because it's really making me feel attacked. It's really making me feel badly about myself. And it's like, do you want to be the trigger of that? 
Not if you love the person you don't. Worst case, you want to help them process through that, even if you're not willing to stay in a relationship where somebody's like that. So it's like you're not going to let that be forever and you want to help them process through something like that. But okay, hit it with the empathy of that. So I'm taking my time to either assess where I'm wrong and be like, where's she right? Not where am I right, not where is she wrong. Where is she right? Where is she right in all of this? And usually when it's like, okay, we've disengaged, now I'm really going to take that moment to see where you're right. Maybe you're right in 5% of it, maybe you're right in 95% of it, maybe you're 100% right. Now I can really start to look at that. Sort of regardless of where it falls in the you're right scale, it's shifted my mind into empathy. It's shifted my mind into connection, into understanding. Once I get there, the neurochemistry of trying to understand somebody that you love changes everything. And all of a sudden you're not invested in being right anymore. You're just invested in, I love this person. I want to feel connected again. I want them to feel good. I want to like really lower, de-escalate the tensions here and help them like feel heard, help them articulate if there's something more that they need to say and really just open my mind. And once we then re-engage, it's like I'm back because the only time that we really start to get friction is when one of us or both of us hasn't caught be open-minded. Like normally I can go into something and and maybe you're upset about something and I'm thinking, oh, really hear her? Like what did you do that you could be better at? Like this is an opportunity to grow, to learn something about yourself or the way that you approach it. And And on the flip side, when I go into it, I'm like, are you just being super emotional and your chemicals are ruling you? Or have you actually thought through this and are your feelings or thoughts actually accurate? Or are your chemicals like trying to cloud it? For sure. So when we then come back together and we're both approaching it from an open-minded perspective, usually things will resolve really, really, really fast. And I'm going to say that's a 98% rate. Yeah. There are 2% where it's like you've really got a collision of values and this one, it's not going to be easy to navigate through. Or somebody really did say something that was really pretty shitty. And so it's like now we have to work through and we have to get to if you didn't mean it, why did you say it? And if you mean it and it really sucks, like how do we process through that? And if you meant something that you said that really sucks and it's quite hurtful and it's like as much as you want it to not be true, it really is true. It's like, okay, well then how do we get to the other side of this? How do we process it? Yeah, and that was a big thing for us is like not apologizing for something we actually meant. Yeah. Because like so many people, right, they want to apologize just to clear the air. Right. But if you actually meant apologizing doesn't help. Now look, if someone took it the wrong way or if it came out in the wrong way where you know what me and you do is like look if I hurt you by saying it I'm sorry that I hurt you but what I was trying to get to on my point I actually do believe and know that I love you but I did mean it and I wish that like I could have had a better situation where I could have said it or like you know maybe that's a failure on me on the way it came out Mm. but I did mean it and we've done that and I remember at the beginning we were just like a mess and like clunky and going back to your scripting idea this has been another time where you've just been extraordinary in helping me grow is I'll say look I did mean it and you're like fine if you did mean it could you not have said it like and then you would give me the sentiment in words that would have hit well with you and I'm like 
holy shit, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, wow, that really would have been better. Yeah, because like, if that's goal, super powerful. If you really mean it and your goal is to help me get through it or to fix it, let's say, then this is the gift, right? This is how I'm going to hear you. Like right. these the are the words, the, the keys to the kingdom. Exactly. So um, if you say it like that, you're going to get what you want because you've been able to voice it without hurting my feelings and I'm able to hear it and make that adjustment. And yeah, you're right. I do that a lot, actually, because we talk about intention, right? What was your intention by saying that? And then if you can sit down in a calm way and figure out what each other's intentions were and then give each other the words that they could use so that they could hear it, then, I mean, it's just become so much better. And we practice it. So we see each other kind of fumble through it initially where we're like about to say something and you know that they're about to say it and you see them stop for themselves and like rephrase it mm. and then eventually it becomes second nature and you know I think man the thing that's screaming in my head right now and this may be one of those things that it's every problem is made better by this for sure and it may most problems may be solved you to the core of your being must want your partner to win mm. in life like just want them to win. Like don't try to win that argument. So if they're fumbling through it and they're saying it badly, don't be like, oh, I got this bitch now. And like, oh man, oh, she just set a trap for herself. I'm coming after her. It's like, you've got to be like, I want this person to win. And if I suddenly see your argument and I actually see where you're coming from, but you're saying it so badly that I could go after what you're actually saying, even though now I understand what you mean, but I could go after what you're saying and shut you down and win the argument, that's where most people live their entire lives. They mm. actually got where you're trying to go, but you're going so clunky mm. that they're just going to take you down because but you you're handling. You said this, is that right. what you mean? And so instead, be like, oh my God, I actually think I know what you're trying to say now. Are you trying to say this? And it's like, I, it, this has happened to me a few times where I'm like, I'm going to win the argument for her because now I get where she's trying to go. And even though over here I have the like, mm. the winning argument based on what you're actually saying, mm. because you're not able to put your words around it or whatever, or you misspoke and gave me something that I could use against you, be like, but you just said this. Right. And I used, I used to do that in debate, in speech and debate in high school, where it's like, you knew what the person meant, but they said it, and so now you get to use it against mm -hmm. them. And now, as our relationship has matured, because we so desperately want the other person to win, if I see, I get where she's going, I'll be like, I get where you're going now. I totally see that. And that does make that my bad. And, you know, let one, I just want to tell you that so you don't have to keep going. You don't have to explain yourself. And one that actually makes me feel good. Hmm. It's a better feeling than being right ever is because it's like, here's a moment I get to prove to myself that it's true that I want her to win, yeah. that she's my number one priority, that I value myself for making her feel better about herself when she's around me than when she's not. So it's like having your value system, knowing what is important to you. And while being right, and I was saying this to you the other day, I get why people want to be right all the time. Even for me, who I've tried to just absolutely philosophically remove it from my value system at all, when I'm right about something, it still feels awesome. Yeah. So it's like, knowing where all of that falls in your value hierarchy. So you can be like, oh, I, I have the opportunity to win an argument. Winning arguments feels good, which is different than being right, but winning an argument feels good. But in comparison on my value system scale and what I'm gonna reward myself for, and quite honestly, from an energy perspective, I think being right when you know secretly you're wrong, winning an argument when you know secretly you're wrong, it, it's a dark energy. I don't have a better way to say it other than that. It doesn't, 
even though the wind feels good, like there's something that yeah, eats at you mean. and kind of haunts you about it. And it, it's the same thing I feel about cheating. Mm. Um, so cheating in a marriage, like no, no, no. I meant cheating in like high school. Oh. Cheating oh, in marriage okay. is a whole nother okay. thing. But like, I don't take any pride in the grades that I got in high school because I cheated. But right. I'm really proud of what I did in college because right, I never right, cheated. Right, right. So that like, just the like, I'm way derailing. But the the types of energy you get from the things that you do, I think are important to pay attention to. Mm. So wanting the person to win is huge. And then one other thing you said that made me think about um, we do now is we repeat. Like if we're having miscommunication or we're not quite on the same page, we repeat what we think the other person is trying to say. Because sometimes you can leave a thing like, yeah, we're on the same page. And then all of a sudden something happens. You're like, how did we, we just spent an hour talking about it. And now we're like not on the same page. Like, how did this happen? We thought we were both like on the same page. I won't say that again. <laughs> um, I not say that anymore. Um, so, yeah, we just repeat. Like, okay, I think this is what you're trying to say. Correct me if I'm wrong. And then you say. Because if you then can understand where the other person is coming from, then I think it becomes, okay, we do have clarity. We're both on the same page. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Um, so, yeah. Totally. I think that's actually a good tactic as well. Oh, we have a would you rather. All right, would you rather. Well, I don't think we've, we've done these in a while, probably because we've been talking too much. I love the probably in that. <laughs> Michelle, like, nodding so hard her head almost fell off. All right, would you rather, would you rather try to resolve conflicts right away and make the situation worse or let the situation stew for days before attempting to deal with it? Oh, my answer is very easy. I mean, stew for days, that's a long bloody time. Um, I, I think it's far worse to let it go for days. I actually think that is a dangerous tactic. Yeah. And so even though I am well aware that my propensity is just to keep going in the moment and that also is dangerous mm. but i don't think it's as dangerous is, yeah. as letting things really like begin to hardwire because you're soaking in that emotion for so long um oh that's another thing that we that we used to do that we don't do anymore so if i was like i need time like i just can't talk about it right now and then let's say hours would go by and you wouldn't like text me be like hey babe how you doing like he's probably forgotten I can't believe it like mm. here I am like all worked up and for you you're just like I don't know if you want to be left alone or not right. I don't you said you wanted space so I've given you space so giving the other person also the keys by saying like I try to say okay give me an hour or two hours and then one thing you've started to do which I really like actually is you say to me like you check in and you'll be like babe just want to let you know I love you I'm here for you if you want to talk um you know let me know if you do or you just want more time and so that has really made a difference in um the knowing that okay he's he does realize that we still have to talk about it because once i remember god now i'm really derailing um we had an argument in the morning and the entire day i was like hurt by it and then by the evening you come into the bedroom you're like hey babe you give me a kiss and i'm like well is he just pretending and you're like, what's wrong? And I was like, what do you mean, what's wrong? And you're like, Is it, did I do something wrong? I'm like, we had an argument in the morning. You're like, oh, shit. You're like, I, I didn't, like, you didn't perceive it. I completely it. forgot yeah, about you it. You hadn't perceived it as an argument like I had. You right. completely forgot you'd gotten over it. Um, and I, I didn't get upset with you, I don't think. I just, like, remember kind of almost chuckling to myself. Like, yeah, that's, that's about right. But again, going back to like, just tell the other person what you need. Don't guess. Don't let them um, 
you know, that's not a nice place for you to be in either, where it's like, if you have to be on tiptoes to be like, should I reach out to her? Can I reach out to her? Can I let her know? Can I talk to her? Does she want her space? Does she not want yeah. her space? Can, can we just say, fair. in life, and this is a British phrase, so don't panic on me, but don't be a moody cow. Like, <laughs> a- anybody needs to hold themselves to that standard. Like, don't be a moody cow. And if everybody is thinking, it's not fun to be around somebody that's mm. always moody, that when they get pissed, they stay pissed. And this was my thing. I used to get, once I got pissed, I was going to be pissed for hours, hours well, and hours. You actually worse than I was. A hundred percent. And my thing is like, it's not fun to be with somebody like that. Mm. So I held myself to the standard of stop. This is a fucking waste of time. Mm. It's not fun to be around. There's nobody who, nobody that is emotionally stable is going to look at that and be like, yeah, well done, homie. You look awesome being pissed off all day. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have to hold yourself to the standard of, even if they've done something legitimately that I have a right to be pissed off with, it's not a good look. Yeah. It's not a good look. It's not fun to be around. So don't do it. No, you're right. And I remember when you told me that or when you said it, like, it hit me really hard. Like, do you want to be around someone like you? When you're like, if if I was in a good mood and then I was in a bad, would I want to be around the me in a bad mood? No, I wouldn't. All right. Would you rather? Would you rather always resolve problems your way quickly or struggle to find a resolution that satisfies both of you? Wait, did I understand that right? Would Would I rather rather be selfish and get everything I want, or (laughs) compromise and make sure that we're both happy? Because I think compromise and make sure you're both happy. Or struggle to find a resolution that satisfies that satisfies both. Struggle to find a resolution. Any other answer is relationship suicide. You would rather struggle to find a resolution that satisfies us both. Oh, I see. Sorry. Yes. So you're so assuming that the other person isn't satisfied at all if you do it quickly. It says get everything you want. Yeah. Versus, but easily. Easily get everything you want, or have a hard time but get what you both want. Thank you for clarifying. I have a hard time to get what you both want. Yeah, agreed. Would you rather be with someone too confrontational or too passive? Oh, for me, too passive for sure. They are both bad, but too confrontational is so exhausting, I wouldn't put up with that. Yeah. That's not fun, man. That's like living in a war zone. I just have no interest in that. Yeah. That's somebody who can't self-soothe, man. Look, it is hard to self-soothe, so, you know... Yes, you don't but I can't show... deal with constant conflict. But I think, uh, yeah, and also I think it's Lord. like, are, is the other person actually working to be better, right? Because, like, if you're with someone, they're hot-headed or they, you know, are confrontational, but they recognize it's a problem in the relationship and they're really working on it, then, like, I have utter respect for that, for sure. That was it. <laughs> you were looking at me like, and? No, 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 and. No. I was... Um... I agree, yeah. I just, with would you rathers, I try to back them into binary harder corners and you're always trying to talk them (laughs) in. No, they can be saved. It's like, wait, the point of a would you rather is that it's a hard choice. Yeah, you were talking earlier and I just wanted to squish your face. Wow. 24 hours away. That's what happens. Yeah. And at Christmas, I actually text you this, like at Christmas time, I find... um, This feels like a vicious lie. When did you text me this? I did this morning. Clearly you didn't read about it. About being gone during Christmas? No, about like I'm feeling like even more connected with you like over Christmas. Like right. I text you the screenshots of how many days is left for 
Yeah, yeah to he's so Day. funny with that stuff. That <laughs> app, man. I found you should an be an app ambassador people. for, I know, for I really that should. app. Oh yeah, my, I already got my brother to download it. So funny. One, one if person people saw that app, they'd be like, "Wait, what? This is what all the fuss is about?" <laughs> so funny. But I love that we indulge in with each other's oh, like we're psychotic weird, about Christmas. Yeah, a thousand percent. That was like actually one of the things on our first date that we were like, like, yeah, I love Christmas. I love Christmas. Yeah. No, no way you love it like no I love it. Like, yeah, exactly. That was like, that was meant to be, baby. Yeah, true. It's funny though, you are finally starting to like it as much as I do. <laughs> it's, taken, it's taken time, but, but you got there. In but the I end. got there 18 years later. Exactly. Lies, lies. Um, all right, guys. Well, if you do want us to answer your questions, please submit them at connect at impacttheory.com and we will happily answer them. And we are doing weekly um, reviews of the week. So if this has brought you value and you haven't rated or reviewed us yet, please do. Um, and, and then take a screenshot of that, post it on your story, tag us. Bravo, yeah. I need to think of a better solution though because I'm a bit behind on my DMs and so I worry that people have been doing it and I haven't seen it so shame on me is that the crackling of the fires of hell I hear <laughs> it Leaving is these poor people come on um, get in the DMs homie yes alright cool it. guys thank you so much much love to everybody out there we're so stoked that you guys are digging the show yeah really stoked and until next time be, be legendary. legendary peace Hey everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about right now, building this community as big as we can to help as many people as we can deliver as much value as possible. And you guys rating and reviewing really helps with that. All right, guys, thank you again so much. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.